0: U.S. President Joe Biden was in Ukraine just a week ago, pledging his support in the fight to repel Russia. Now he sent two senior cabinet members to reaffirm America's support in a bid to prop up Ukraine's economy and curb the Kremlin's ability to evade sanctions. US Secretary, uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has met with top Ukrainian officials, including President Zelensky, in Kiev to announce a $1.25 billion economic aid package. And meanwhile, Washington's top diplomat Anthony Blinken uh, will spend this week meeting with the foreign ministers of all five former Soviet republics in Central Asia. Alina Ribakova is a research fellow at Bruegel and outgoing deputy chief economist at the Institute of International Finance. How significant is that? Is it that a Treasury Secretary has been dispatched on a diplomatic mission, and so soon after President Biden's own surprise trip?
1: I think it's extremely significant. The U.S. is contributing about half of all the financing, international financing that is going to Ukraine. And a large share of that financing is grants. As you can imagine, the war, country in war uh, is, will have a hard time repaying even concessionary loans. So the U.S. support, um, not only military support, but the economic support is extremely significant. And the TRIPS are just sort of highlighting that.
0: We hear a lot about Ukraine from a military perspective, but less, much less on the Ukrainian economy. Can you paint me a picture of the country's finances right now and what this initial $1.25 billion economic package from Washington will actually be used for?
1: Well, Ukraine needs to spend at least $3 billion or so per month in additional financing. So what has happened since the beginning of the war, taxes has have fallen, you know, but not surprisingly actually, but not as much as many would have expected. Tax collection is down maybe 30-20% depending on the tax. But at the same time, expenditure has pretty much doubled. So you have one budget which is going for traditional needs, you know, pensions, uh, healthcare, education, uh, social spending. But on top of that, you have much higher needs for military spending. And that military spending needs to be financed. Some of it uh, Ukraine receives in kind, but the rest of it needs to be financed by international support. What happens to international support maybe doesn't go directly to the military. It goes to finance the basic needs of the budget. What is particularly important with this support from the U.S. is that if in the summer we were worried that Ukraine will run out of reserves any moment, you know, there were times when the central bank was printing so much money to support the economy uh, that we were worried they will run out of reserves by the end of the summer. Now the situation has changed dramatically.
0: Uh, Just on another issue, Russia's economy is in fact forecast to grow faster than Britain And Germany's this year. How is that possible? Are the West's sanctions not working?
1: Well, it's extraordinary that a lot of people indeed focus on, many of our listeners focus on Russia's GDP number. Having covered Russian economy for more than 15 years now, um, this is the number that is probably least important looking at Russia's economy. Rostad still has never quite evolved from the sort of post-Soviet institution. It's one of the weaker institutions in, in Russian uh, economic analysis. So uh, the GDP forecast is generally not something that foreign investors tend to pay a lot of attention to. It is not surprising that since the sanctions of 2014 and more recently, the number is potentially more massaged than anything else. However, indeed, Russian economy contracted not as much as many forecasted. that maybe it's contracted by 5-6% as opposed to expectation of growth of 3.5% last year. So still, there is a big impact. And I think to sanctions, just like to say taxation, there are two aspects. One is sanctions policy and the packages that we here, just like tax policy. Another side of it, it's enforcement and implementation. You know, if we all have wonderful tax policy, but there are no tax forms and inspectors, it's unlikely that it will be successful fully or implemented.
0: It will be interesting to see the US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, uh, his visit to Kazakhstan, where he'll urge Central Asian countries to exercise distance from Russia and whether that will have any effect. Do you think it will, just very briefly?
1: I think it will definitely have a lasting effect because Kazakhstan has already been very careful trying not to cross any red lines and not align itself with Russia's war effort on Ukraine. But it's not just Kazakhstan. There is UAE, there is Turkey. uh, There is also, of course, the panda in the room China that are supporting Russia with access to including military equipment.
0: Uh, we'll have to leave it there. Alina Ribakova is a research fellow at Bruegel and outgoing deputy a chief economist at the Institute of International Finance. I do appreciate your analysis this afternoon. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much.